You know, Jesus warned us that in the end times, deception like a virus will spread like wildfire. Disguised as the answer to all our problems, our secular culture can only offer replacements to the truth. The good news is that the truth of the Bible is the cure. In Pastor Jack Hibbs' new book called Living in the Days of Deception, he reveals the antidote to the lies we're told that have become increasingly harder to detect. From the inspiring foreword written by Mike Pompeo to the final chapters, Pastor Jack exposes how to combat deceptive spirits and equips us when we're deceived by the ultimate liar, Satan himself. Living in the Days of Deception by Jack Hibbs is a powerful must-read, and when you order, you can bundle by getting the DVDs and a downloadable link for a gift of any amount at jackhibbs.com radio. That's jackhibbs.com radio. Real Life presents the Jack Hibbs Podcast with intention and boldness to proclaim truth, equip the saints, and impact our culture. Well, listen, how do you conduct your life in this world in such a way where you are involved in business? You got to make a living, but you also love the Lord Jesus Christ. How do you make that work? Well, today we're going to sit down with Lindsay Snyder, the CEO and president of In-N-Out Burger. You can get the outlines of this podcast by going to jackhibbs.com slash podcast. Today, if this podcast lifts you up and encourages you to live a more fulfilled life in Christ, then make sure you leave us one of those five-star ratings. To us, that's like saying amen or yes. Then that rating will encourage others to listen. Now open your hearts to what God's Word has to say to you. Here is Jack Hibbs. We are so excited about this special program today, and I think you will be too. If you have trafficked anywhere, frankly, originally in Southern California, but now beyond in various states, you have come across along the freeway, along the highways, In-N-Out Burger. It's a California icon, and we love it. It's been around for, what, some 75 years now coming up? And um, it really needs uh, no introduction to you because it has stayed true to its vision. And today we have with us Lindsay Snyder. She is the CEO and president of In-N-Out Burger and a beloved, a beloved icon as well. So we're going to be talking to Lindsay today about what God has done in her life and what's next for her life and for the great business of In-N-Out Burger. So Lindsay, it's awesome to have you here. We're so excited to have you. We have anticipated this. I, I see that you have a new book. We've heard about the book coming out. I'm going to hold it up. The first thing, because we, are, we all grew up on In-N-Out Burger here, I wanted to take a bite out of the book. There should probably be t- marks right here in the graphics. It is excellent. And uh, congratulations on the book. Oh, thank you. And we're going to find out more and more about it. But before we do that... It's my understanding that um, you became president of In-N-Out Burger 2010. So that's been a long time. Even though you're a young woman, that's been a long time. So you inherited this amazing work of your family and you were, what, in your early 20s, I think it was, something like that? Yes, well, I was 17 when my dad died. And so from that time on, you know, it was, trustees and when I was 18 I was already in the office immersed in the business yes. and um, and yeah so when I was 27 was when I became the president. So. Yeah absolutely amazing <laughs> and so uh, we know as the end user and this is something that I'm dying to ask you 
We can back up and pick up on some things, but I want to get this out. In an age and in a time when so much in America, when it comes to the service industry, has waned, faded, frankly, many of it has just fallen apart. How is it that you guys literally not only kept your standards during COVID, when so many businesses compromised, I honestly mean this. Everywhere we went, there was a change in the product. You guys didn't change at all. Your staff was even more gracious. Your employees, which you have nearly 40,000 employees, they were amazing. And your product didn't skip a beat. How did you guys maintain that? How did you keep that strong? Well, we have very high standards and, um, you know, we don't, we don't compromise those standards and our, our values and, you know, just sticking with what my grandparents started and continuing to do those things. And, you know, there's been temptations through the years, um, you know, mm -hmm. this is cheaper, this is easier, this is easier to get, you know, and we've just, you know, said no. So, you know, business as usual, uh, somewhat we had a lot of obstacles during those times um yeah you know which made it tough to right. um have the interaction that we like to have you know in our service because we are known for our, our customer service it's and incredible. the friendliness and the smiles and so right. a time where you couldn't see the smiles was tough and and you know kind of hurt our atmosphere a little bit because um we say that the smiles are part of your uniform yeah I so, um, you know, lots of training. We do lots of training. We invest a lot of time in um, just really bringing, you know, our new hires up to speed with what in and outs all about and, and the culture and the family part mm -hmm. and the quality, the cleanliness, the friendliness. And yep. um, so there's just, there's a lot that goes into it. We work, they work really hard and, and I work really hard to, yeah. you know, keep it all intact. <laughs> That's true. And I've heard that from others as well. It's amazing uh, here uh, at the church I pastor, there's a lot of young people. And, and so it's really great to hear them say, I'm going to get a job at In-N-Out. Um, that's how iconic you guys are. Uh, but beyond that, it's not just about the amazing uh, experience and the taste and the quality. You guys have such high standards that um, that has resonated where people, no matter what their experience is, they know what's good when they, when they have it, whatever it is. It's like, so we have friends that come from out of the country, whatever it might be, and one of the first things we do is introduce them to In-N-Out. That's just part of the baptism of Southern California <laughs> culture. Uh, but always there is this, there's this level of, of quality and of commitment, and We've all spied on your staff when we're at the restaurant or driving through where, you know, half of, what am I telling you for? <laughs> a good, uh, maybe a quarter of your building corner is glass so you can see the guys and gals making the incredible French fries and doing all the stuff they do and no one's standing around. It's not like it's a union job or some government job. People are moving and they're really making it happen. And I honestly, to me, that's amazing because it's, it's at every In-N-Out store, which are what, over 375 stores, I think? 390 stores. 390 stores and growing. See how fast they're growing? I read 375. Um, every, ex every store is the same experience, which uniformity, everybody knows in business, and you kind of want it even in, in, 
in production or in church work is everyone needs to be treated the same. You guys pull it off. I mean, there is a, I know this sounds almost kind of crazy, but you don't think it's crazy. And that is there's actually some sort of anointing, graciousness from God upon this vision that your family started. And um, so why the book? What's with the book? Uh, why did Lindsay Snyder think or be driven to write this beautiful book? What's inside here? Well, it's, it's really the in and out story, you know, um, my grandfather's vision and the partnership between him and my grandmother and a little bit of their history. And um, they both came from very humble and somewhat mm -hmm. sad beginnings. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure my grandfather, Harry's father told him he would never do anything great. And so, mm. you know, there's, there's a lot of n neat stories within the history um, for my family. And I think, you know, we have such a following of customers and True. loyal customers. And there's been a lot of stuff that's gone out through, you know, over time. And, and I just thought, wow, you know, I'd love, I'd love to be able to tell the in and out story, the true in and out story, mm. bring people inside. And, you know, and also, you know, the timing, doing it when we're celebrating 75 years. 75 years, amazing. Um, so, let me ask you this, uh, when it comes to uh, the pressures, I would think in business um, to, and you kind of alluded to it a moment ago, maybe compromise here, we can get these cheaper, so how about that? Um, how do you maintain, you said you have these standards and everybody knows that, but how do you, how do you get people to stay true to those standards? Is, it, is there almost like a swearing in of an oath? Is it, you know, it's remarkable to, ma to maintain. So. How do you ensure, how do you guarantee those standards? You know, it's, it's, it's only God. That's the only answer I could give you. It's him and something he <laughs> put inside of me to protect. Um, I, I feel like I'm a very protective person, but yes. there's just, I don't know. You know, we have the Holy Spirit, we have a conscience, but there's, there's just something that hits me when we come to certain decisions and I say, no, we can't. And I, I know it's him, you know, this is true. so it's cool. That, uh, that is very true. You're a woman of convictions. You're uncompromising. Um, it's for you to say, not me, but I do know enough about you from what we've talked about that um, the bumps in life that have come your way, they could have destroyed. Uh, and those kinds of bumps do destroy people. And it's actually made you a better person because our God is a redemptive God. Mm -hmm. And he, tur he turns things around. And so uh, you're stronger for it. And what's amazing to me is that if anybody were to see you on the street, they would say, oh, there's a SoCal surf girl. <laughs> they have no idea that uh, you're business savvy. Again, you give all credit to God, which is why we're sitting here together right now. Uh, but God has given you a business savvy vision uh, he has given you that, that uh, lion heart, as it were, to, to defend. But your passions do not uh, rise and fall on In-N-Out Burger. Um, I mean this with all due respect. If Paul the Apostle preached the gospel to the world that he experienced, occasionally he built tents, right? He made tents as a source of income to keep the ministry going. I included, the world looks at you and they know from your story, 
She happens to be the, uh, the heir of the In-N-Out Burger uh, dynasty and all, but it's not what makes her heart beat, that you have incredible passions that I think the world is going to hear more about. Uh, but would you mind sharing some of those things? I know some of the things that we've talked about. Can you yeah. tell us what causes that heart to beat on the inside? Yeah, um, you know, I, I think In-N-Out is for sure part of my, my ministry and part of my calling, but it's not, it doesn't define me. It, it's not my identity. And I think, um, you know, I feel completely called to speak truth, to stand up for what's right, for righteousness. And um, I know just in personal ministry, um, I feel like a little bit of the sheepdog, you know. I'm, yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm kind of the one biting people's ankles, so they love me one moment, and they hate me another yeah. moment. Yeah. But um, you know, I, the rejection piece—I I can't say I'm used to it. I don't know if anyone's ever yeah. fully used to it, but um, in ministry, at least, I am um, familiar with it. You yeah. know, because you lose, you lose people when you speak truth sometimes to them. You know, and, it's true, yeah. but. Um, you know, at the end of the day, yeah. you'd rather lay your head down on the pillow being true to the conviction, yes. right? Rather than the compromise. Because it's love, you know, it's love. It really is love. Love is the ultimate goal and it is what makes, you know, my heart, my day, everything is just knowing that God's love saved me, God's love redeemed me and, you know, His grace and love. So for me, I want to carry that to the world and sometimes, um, mm -hmm. you know, it's unpopular. <laughs> well, it's unpopular because, you know, if you, if you came presenting that grace and that love in some other name, nobody would really care. But the moment that Jesus is found out to be um, in your life, in your book, or for those of you who don't know, if you go to In-N-Out Burger, which I love this, and you um, look under the cup uh, through the wrapping <laughs> the french fry uh, holder whatever it might be <laughs> the boat. you're going yeah the boat you're going to find bible verses that have been there was that originally uh, was that with harry when did that come in was that with your uncle we we've traced it down we believe it was actually 1988 that my uncle started putting it on the package really yeah my goodness so and then you've added some bible verses yes. haven't you yeah yeah, I've added. Now, did you have to get like board approval or no. corporate? You just did it. Yeah, I just did it. I love it. You just did it. Yeah. <laughs> and um, one of those is Isaiah 9, 6, which talks about Jesus Christ in the Old Testament, mm -hmm. uh, about being the savior of the world, the Messiah, the governments of the nations rest upon his shoulders. He's the almighty God, the counselor, the wonderful one, yeah. right? So um, you're bold out there with your witness. And yet um, we know for a fact, so do you, that Atheists go to In-N-Out Burger, <laughs> everybody, everybody. The product is so good that you just have to go. And um, I love how that's a reflection of God's goodness to your, to your family. And your family has, has gone through its, uh, its experiences, its highs and its lows. And uh, for those, even though now you're not limited to Southern California, you're in like five or seven states? Seven. Seven states now. Seven, <laughs> um, more and more people are hearing about what makes In-N-Out Burger work. And so what about this? Um, what would you say to someone today that is thinking, you know what, um, I've had fear, I've had others, I've had abuse, 
define my life. I guess this is me. I guess there's, it's just the, my plight in life. Yeah. Um, almost uh, kind of given up without giving up. What would you say to somebody who's just doesn't see a purpose to go on? Yeah, well, I think the first thing I would tell them is that um, God's not finished with them and that he loves them. And that, you know, I probably share a lot of my story, a lot of my failures or times where I felt, you know, <laughs> there was no yeah. hope for me to do anything right. good with my life. Um, right. And, you know, just share that, um, you know, there's absolute hope and that, you know, I believe sharing other testimonies, your your own and others, just kind of charges people mm. and it. There's power in that. Sure. And so, um, you know, I, it, it makes me very sad to encounter people like that, but honestly, they're everywhere. And so, you know, us being faithful to have those conversations in the first place and just taking the mm. time and, um, you know, I send scriptures. Sometimes people that don't even really believe, I still send them scriptures yeah, um, and right. I almost act like they believe. And that's a good word because you know, when you treat unbelievers like believers, mm -hmm. they have a tendency to become believers. Mm -hmm. Just treat them like a believer. Yeah. Instead of it feeling like there's a division, I just kind of bring them. I love that. To, to like I'm acting like they, they know yeah. what I'm talking that's, about. I think that's the wisdom of God. I, I believe that as well. Yeah. I teach that as well. Yeah. Um, have you, have you, to your knowledge, have you ever heard of anyone at In-N-Out, throughout wherever, the empire, coming to Christ? Oh, yes. Really? Can yes. you share something about that? Um, well, I've had, I've had a few managers that I've led to the Lord, and um, there's been conversations with different people, whether it's uh, a ma manager or divisional manager's wife, sometimes. Um, there's... Gosh, I'm trying to think. I mean, just our VP team alone, um, we've all committed to um, some core values for our team as mm -hmm. leaders. And so starting our meetings with prayer yep. and, um, you know, we rotate who starts each one of our meetings, but whoever's last is the one that we build up. So we all go around the room and affirm them and say things we love about them. So we've incorporated faith as of this year, I made prayer and us sending each other scriptures and just encouraging one another a thing. So um, even our VP team is actually really, really growing closer to the Lord, so. That's amazing. What, uh, with what you just said, um, what if there's a business owner right now who's, who's a believer, but he works or he has a company, he's a he, he created and established it different. And now he's wanting to get things more like in and out where he wants to introduce that kind of love that God can spread through the believer. What would you say to him or her? How do they start that when it was not part of their culture? Mm -hmm. What would you say to them as a corporate leader? This is how you could start to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I think the way that I started it was with humility, just sharing my mistakes, sharing my weaknesses. And then we started teaching servant leadership. We started teaching, um, you know, the, the story of the, the shepherd. And, you know, I think there's just, there's so many, there's so many valuable lessons in the Bible that people can just, whether they're a believer or not, they can learn it's from. True. Truth is and true. So, right. And so, 
you know, just sprinkling that stuff in and then, you know, being super open. You know, I think being vulnerable is scary for people because, you know, they think, oh, I'm going to be, I'm going to be misjudged or Mm. they're going to think I'm not strong if I share my weaknesses. And, and I tell them it's just the opposite. It takes strength to put that stuff out there because, because people are going to judge. So you either say, I don't care. Yeah. Or, you know, you let that fear mm-hmm. keep you from being free. And well, isn't it true <laughs> that people are actually, and maybe we are too, without knowing, constantly judging. We're constantly making assessments. Yeah. It's just human nature. Yeah. But you're saying a powerful thing because um, you mentioned, which is the key uh, model of Jesus, and that is servant leadership. I mean, most of the world has no idea. What do you mean talking about servant mm-hmm. leadership? What is that? But it's so leading by example that you're willing to do the job first. I know that you started out as an associate mm-hmm. and that's doing the work first. And so in life, if you see a leader, I mean, Jesus himself modeled it so perfectly when at the the end of his earthly ministry, just before he goes to the cross, you would think that that's the time to flex. And what does he do? He gets on his knees and he washes the disciples' feet. Mm. And there's no greater picture than that being lived out. Um, Listen, Lindsay, with your permission, can you share with us some of the other things that you're involved in? There's a lot of um, work that you do that the world's not aware of. And and I don't know, maybe you want the world to not be aware of it, but uh, you do not sit idle. Um, you are out there on the edge, especially now with the danger of, of child abduction going on and kidnapping and trafficking. Mm. Talk to us about that. Yeah. Yeah. Slave to Nothing um, is one of our foundations that we've started, nonprofit that we've started. And um, targeting to fight both substance abuse and human trafficking. And there's just, um, there's too much of it out there, Um, you know, from illegal drugs to all the prescription drugs to things they're now making legal, you know, it's just, um, and alcohol, you know, addiction is just terrible and it tears families apart, it kills people, it's, um, it's very destructive and so, you know, I experienced that losing my father young. My husband experienced that losing his younger brother at age 23. Um, So for us, you know, we're all in, you know, that fight to to, to make a difference. And um, with the human trafficking piece, I've shared this before, but it's just, it's something God literally dropped on my lap. Like I did not know and did not think, oh, this is something I'm gonna be involved in. It was just when we were starting to form the foundation, it was like, you're gonna fight this too. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, we had we had some advice that, oh, you, you need to focus on one cause. You can't you can't yeah. have two. And I'm like, well God says two, yeah. so we're doing two. You made the number two <laughs> and three. Yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, but we're, you know, helping hundreds of different boots on the ground organizations yeah. that are fighting both of these causes and, you know, in and out puts the money forward for all of our events. So, you know, yeah. none of, when people are donating, that money is going directly 
to help and save lives. That's amazing. I know, and is this a certain time of the year? To be honest with you, I didn't pay attention. Mm -hmm. But when you pull up, um, for those of you who don't know, In-N-Out Burger is so dynamic and prolific that um, you get served before you ever get to the building because you guys pretty much take over parking lots where the uh, associate is out there taking the orders, right? And I remember just waiting in line, pulling up, pulling up, pulling up, uh, which if I remember right, In-N-Out was California's first drive-through yes. uh, restaurant or diner like mm -hmm. that, which is historic, what, 1948? Um, but you had you had stanchions or signs saying something about human trafficking, how you can help, how you can participate in human traffic uh, to stop the human trafficking yeah. uh, thing. So it's very, very public. It's very, very part of uh, the extended love and commitment that In and Out has beyond uh, just serving up a great product. Um, what what can Lindsay tell us about? Uh, other passions. I mean, uh, if, if you can't think of any, I know some of yours and I will bring them up because I, I share uh, a few of those things. But who's Lindsay outside the, the corporate boardroom in the restaurant business? Who is? Um, well, I think there's a lot. There's a lot of different things. I feel like I'm 41, but I feel like I'm a lot. I have like an old soul. Old like soul. I've just done a lot, you know. Um, but are we talking hobbies, ministry? I'm talking about some of the amazing passions you have for speed, okay. for cars. Okay, that's what I thought. There's yeah. some guys behind these cameras that are major car guys yeah. also. Um, where did that come from? I mean, you like driving fast and, you, and you've got some fast toys. Yeah, my, my dad loved drag racing. He built cars when he was young and his, grand, his dad, my grandfather, actually was a part owner of the original Irwindale Speedway way back when. So, so my dad was, you know, super young, testing his cars there and racing. And, um, you know, so that love was just there for me from the beginning because I would watch my dad work on his cars and uh, he'd take me for a ride when he was done. And, uh, you know, it was just going to Pomona to the drag races when I was little. and. You know, there's something about it. You either have it or you don't, you know, and I just have always loved it. And I didn't get to actually start racing until after he passed away. So um, there's also a, a special thing there for me when I race, you know, just kind of connecting to my dad. That's and, amazing. Yeah. So um, I do love drag racing. <laughs> um, I'm also in a band with my husband. The, the the 30, no, 48 special. The, the 48 yeah. special. Yeah, you get the 48 now. Yeah. Explain that, 1948. Yeah. Explain, seriously, you have the time to be in a band. I make the time. So it's, you know, there are so many things I'm spread so thin and I wow. wouldn't have it any other way because I know time is short and, you know, long as my priorities are in yeah. the right order yeah. and I know when to pull back from one thing or the other, then, yeah. you know. Um, but the band is um, all in and out associates, so it's you know family on top of family, <laughs> <laughs> and um, we perform mostly company events. We've we've done something public before, and you know might do something in the future. But you know we all work full time, yeah. so it's kind of yeah. hard to pull off yeah. other shows. Sure. Um, but we're performing at our 75th, which is coming up. Yeah, when is that coming up? And I, I heard a rumor that it's actually going to be at the uh, 
Pomona, Los Angeles, where they host the... Uh... It's the, well, it's now the In-N-Out Burger Pomona Drag Strip. So, yeah. but, it, okay. Yeah. But don't they hold the Winter Nationals there? Yeah. The f iconic Winter Nationals. Mm -hmm. So you guys are going to host your, what is it, a, a picnic gala? A festival. A festival. Yeah, there'll be um, bands kind of through the decades on a couple different oh stages. Gosh. Yeah, surf bands, Motown, 80s. From like all 70s. the in and out era. Yes, and then um, rides, food, of course, in and out. Yeah. Um, drag racing, car show, uh, and then in the evening, our Rock to Freedom event, which we hold um, in October each year. Uh, has been each year. It's been um, an event to fight substance abuse is yeah. October. Um, and then January is the human trafficking month. Wow. So we're like, let's just throw this into this event. So the Rock to Freedom will be um, in the evening at the festival. So we need to start wrapping this up, but is there anything that you, can, can people help with this? Because it's such a, 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 a labor of love. It's beyond the celebration yeah. of the in and out family. It's to reach others that are truly in bondage. Yeah. And can, what can somebody do on the other end of this lens? What, what can they do? Well, um, you know, the awareness is one piece. And then just if someone is looking for you know, somewhere to give back, um, you know, jumping in one of these fights. You know, you can go to slavetonothing.org. Slave um, to nothing, the number the two? The number two, yeah. Slave, the number two, nothings. I love that. Slave yeah. to nothing org. Yeah. Yeah. And, find then, out and then there's, you know, there's a lot you can learn there. And um, we work with amazing organizations. So we can connect people to others if there's other outreach things they want to do. Amazing. We also have a community engagement team. Where would a, uh, this is going to air on various platforms. And so where would um, either an entrepreneur or a business owner or someone, how do they find out more or do they uh, about business and connecting? And I want to know the in and out model or whatever. Is there a place for them to, to contact um, leadership at in and out or to find out? Uh, you know, um, not exactly, but I mean, people organically it kind of happens. Sometimes they, people they could send read an the email. book. They could, they could, <laughs> they read, could the read the book. Yeah, that's that's a great option. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I think yeah. you'd appreciate that. Yeah. We'd all appreciate that. Is there before last thing? Last question. I, I hope comes this way. Perhaps is there anything that I should have asked Lindsay Snyder before we wrap this up? Um, well, I'd love to just share. My husband and I have a ministry called Army of Love. And um, that is another big piece of my heart. And it's just, um, you know, equipping the saints for the work of ministry. It's, mm -hmm. it's really a discipleship program that's online. And it's not pulling anyone away from their churches. It's they can stay in their churches if they want to go deeper and kind of pursue that on their own. You know, it's a way to, to launch them further mm -hmm. into their, their walk. And then they can take that anywhere you know, where their ministry is. And we also have the opportunity for them to be mentors and yep. mentor others. And then um, as we're building this army up, we're right. wanting to deploy, you know, right now we have little, you know, people going out and helping others and connecting and making those connections, honestly, across the States and also in Africa and some other countries. But my goal is to build up a huge army of believers, whether they're 
you know, in churches over here or over there. That's why we kind of call it the church with no walls right. because it's just bringing the body of Christ right. together. And, um, and so when unbelievers or believers are asking for help, you know, then we can be there for them. Mm. And my heart is big for, for people that are in leadership because I understand that leaders do not want to necessarily show their weaknesses mm -hmm. because they're afraid of, of people not following them or trusting them. Right. So, and, and I think there's a lot of Christian leaders that kind of silently suffer. Mm -hmm. And so my heart is definitely there for them and wanting it. to help. <laughs> very, very true. Um, armyoflove.org? Armyoflove.com. In fact, let me, let me put this plug in closing. So today in the world around us, it's certainly true in America that so many churches have gotten either woke or weak, but the saints are not just being fed like they should be fed. And if you are anywhere and your church is not meeting that discipleship need in your life, if you're not growing, as a believer, then you're stagnant and you don't want to experience that. You want to grow deeper with Jesus every day. And so I think that armyoflove.com would be a great uh, vitamin boost. It could be your spiritual meat and potatoes. Even if you go to a weak church, mm -hmm. you could be somewhere in the nation, you go to a mediocre church, but listen, you could, you could supplement your diet <laughs> by In-N-Out Burger <laughs> and, uh, and discipleship. Yeah. I mean, that is a lost calling today, which should never be. It's our number one thing. Jesus said, go ye therefore into all the world and make disciples. He didn't even say evangelize. He said, make disciples. Once you tell people about Jesus, the next step for the rest of their lives is discipleship. And so uh, Sean, Lindsay's husband and Lindsay and family and the entire family at In-N-Out Burger uh, gives you an incredible experience. And it was with great anticipation and an excitement that we had you here today. And um, your, your whole, your whole, your name, your lineage, what you guys have achieved and what you're doing since 2010, uh, the company has just exploded under your leadership. And I just love that. So we want to see more and more of that. So Lindsay Snyder, it's been an oh, honor to have you. Thank you for having great me. Great seeing you. you. God bless you. <laughs> Listen, friends, always stay tuned to The Real Life Network, where we are committed to causing and calling you to experience a deeper walk with Jesus Christ. Uh, so until next time, when we get together, stand with Jesus, stand in the Word of God, follow Him wherever He goes. You'll never fail. And uh, He loves you. And He died on the cross for you. And He rose again from the dead, all for you. Until next time, God bless you. This Jack Hibbs podcast, as well as all the broadcast outreach opportunities, are listener-supported. Will you consider partnering with us through a special gift? Go to jackhibbs.com to learn more and stay connected. Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in store and on Menards.com. Save big.